Straight Talk from Israel. You're listening to Israel News Talk Radio. Shalom Yehudim, Shalom Lubinei Noach, Shalom Goyim. It's the evening of the fourth day. Erev Hey, B'chodesh Nisan, Parashas Metzorah, Shabbos HaGodol, Tav Shin Pei Beis, 5782, the evening of the third day, Tuesday 5, April 2022. You're listening to Phantom Nation, podcasting on IsraelNewsTalkRadio.com, coming to you from the people who gave the world the story of Noah's Ark, a country meant to serve like Noah's Ark as a refuge. For the Jewish people, and in particular those in the U.S. these days, which tragically is on course to follow the Greeks and the Romans into historical oblivion. In this podcast, we will take a break from events here. The Muslim barbarians are daily, nightly now rioting rioting in our holy city, attacking our brave police and soldiers with rocks and the like, who arrest some of them. So what else is new? It's Ramadan, uh, the theft of yet another feature of Jewishness. In imitation of our four annual half fasts, they do it for 40 days, I think, a whole month, in which, uh, in our fasts, we recall the destructions of our holy temple, temples by the Babylonians and Romans. Ramadan is yet another instance of Ishmael the thief stealing our religion as they stole and continue to occupy our temple mount. In this week's edition, we will fo- focus exclusively on what yours truly sees as a second plague, apart from COVID 19. Uh, uh, threatening the United States. It's a plague that's not at all biological or viral, but spiritual, but which, like COVID, can lead to serious pathology and damage to the society. It's the mental disorder of so-called transgenderism, which is a complete lie. Like communism, which purported to produce a worker's paradise in the Soviet Union, but in truth produced, as the late great Ronald Reagan called it, the evil empire. God bless him for that. Likewise, the insanity and truly socially injurious fantasy of transgender people who are perfectly normal and suffer only because bigoted people think there's something wrong with them. In this, the outbreak follows the similar insanity of the last generation of thinking that men that sodomize one another are also perfectly normal, and anyone who thinks otherwise is a homophobe, a bigot. The U.S. is in trouble spiritually, psychologically, and it's important to Israel since we depend so much on America being a healthy society, as it used to be, COVID-19 has weakened the country, but also the senile stupid criminal in the White House, who last week declared Thursday Transgender Glorification Day, or words to that effect, and we'll get started after the following message from IsraelNewsTalkRadio.com. Israel is located in one of the most volatile areas in the world. Israel is an island of stability and a sea of war and unrest. In the midst of this turmoil, Israel stands out as a beacon of order and human progress. Each week we update you on what's happening in this, the Jewish state, a true light unto the nations. This is Jay Shapiro. Join me every Thursday on Israel News Talk Radio. Shalom Yehudim, Shalom Shalom Goyim. It's the evening of the fourth day, Erev Hey Bechodesh Nisan, Parashas Metzorah, Shabbos HaGadol, Tavshin Pei Base 5782, the evening of the third day, Tuesday, 5 April 2022. 
listening to Phantom Nation, podcasting on IsraelNewsTalkRadio.com, coming to you from the people who gave the world the story of Noah's Ark. And I see Noah's Ark 2.0 in the state of Israel, for the Jewish people, because the Western diaspora is dying, and I hope Jews understand that. Last night, another eruption of a cancerous, that is a spiritually cancerous symptom, was in the news uh, in Washington, D.C., capital of the greatest nation-state in history, two Senate Republicans uh, practically guaranteed the installation of Judge Ketanji Brown-Jackson as a new member of the U.S. Supreme Court, a body once respected as the nine wisest men in the country. But the, those days are long gone. Uh, the death rattle began in 1973 when the court ruled more or less if a woman wants sex some evening with a man and gets pregnant, which is not her desire, she has the right to kill the new human being growing in her womb. The ruling is commonly known as Roe v. Wade, a milestone in the passage of American culture through time. Last night, uh, Senator Mitt Romney of straight-laced Mormon Utah and Alaska Senator Lisa Murkowski said they were going to confirm Judge Brown's nomination to the Supreme Court. And I see in this uh, more eruptions of a second plague plaguing America besides the communist virus warfare attack, a.k.a. COVID-19. That is a viral biological plague, but this is another kind. It's wholly non-biological, non-physical. It's wholly psychological, from the Greek word psyche, for, for soul. This second plague, unlike COVID, is, is one that manifests mentally, not via biological symptoms, and one of its victims uh, is Judge Brown, who exhibited her sickness in Congress the other day when she could not answer the simple question, how do you define a woman? <laughs> there are millions of people who think like her. Look at uh, Disney World, where the employees there have vowed to no longer call visitors boys and girls. This is the same degenerate thinking that has millions of people, uh, even on the right, calling Bruce Jenner, Caitlyn Jenner, and referring to him as she, even Fox News just hired him, which makes Fox likewise infected with this spiritual virus. This woman's inability to define a woman and calling Mr. Jenner a, a she are symptoms of the same pathology. Thoughts connected to sex that exhibit some kind of hysterical denial? Defining a woman in a healthy mind, could not be simpler. A woman is a human with a womb. That is why uh, a female is called a womb man. And no male has ever in human history transitioned and become a womb man because every one of those uh, mentally disordered men has never been surgically given a, a womb in ovaries and fallopian tubes. Never happened. No man has ever had a plastic surgeon implant plastic bags in his chest to create the illusion of breast, which lack all mammary glands, so these are not real breasts, and this man is not a real woman. In play by the woke, these evil destroyers of culture and society is an attack on healthy people's psychology by denying the anatomical truth that not only do males and females have different bodies, this affects their different psychologies. Neurotic and ignorant fam feminists hate the Torah story of Eve being formed from one of Adam's ribs when one moralesson of this episode is to illustrate 
that men and women are made of the same stuff versus a culture like Islam, which teaches that women are another species, which makes sense given the way they treat women, which is also connected to the rampant sodomy in that culture. Uh, the folk expression in Islam is that females are for breeding, uh, little boys are for fun. That Judge Brown cannot define a woman should not surprise. She is typical of so many of her generation who have been psychologically corrupted beginning in the 1960s when the birth control pill went on the market and helped to spark the feminist movement, a.k.a. women's liberation and liberation from what? From being a womb man who has the unique ability of creating the next generation. What the pill uh, helped to create was the denigration of motherhood in favor of becoming, say, the CEO of the International Widget Company who gets to fly off every year to Davos. And the pill helped produce a Hillary Clinton, a.k.a. Lady Macbeth Clinton, in my mind, who uh, in the 1990s sneered at being a wife to a husband and a mother to children who bakes cookies for them. Women's liberation for her meant liberation from being a mother. Hillary wanted the career of a man. And it was the pill that changed relations between men and women as never before since perhaps the Garden of Eden. I believe that this is a real plague, as injurious to society as COVID-19 has been a viral plague that has killed millions, destroyed economies. This is a spiritual plague, a psychological plague, a disturbance of the mind when people like Judge Brown cannot distinguish between boys and girls. It has become a culture infected with this mental disorder of denying the differences between men and women, which began when the pleasure of procreation was cut off from the procreation itself. The movement called Women's Liberation was all about being liberated from being a woman who is endowed with ovaries and a womb and an expectation she will go through, she will go with the flow of her physical nature. Versus today, when the insane in society want to teach little children, they can be whatever sex they want to be. This is insanity. Uh, no, this variety of affliction uh, does not result in someone who is uh, a babbling psychotic on the street, uh, raving nonsense, and needs to be cleaned up. It's possible that one can be otherwise a reality-testing and functioning adult, when it come, but when it comes to sex, the mind starts blowing fuses, popping synapses. This is truly a widespread phenomenon now, uh, in which too many people have spun their reality off their reality's axis and do not see lunacy, the lunacy of males competing in women's sports. And no less uh, a personage afflicted with this malady is the President of the United States of America, who on his first day in office ruled that henceforth in all federal buildings a man who thinks he is a woman can use the woman's restroom. And last week, this profoundly stupid and corrupt man, dubbed Thursday Transgender Day or something like that, the society is afflicted with this mental disease of disbelief in the existence of males and females, who are different physically and therefore emotionally. Likewise, the idea of transgender is all about uh, the psychological hermaphroditic image of a man who is both a man and a woman at the same time. Freak shows on cir in circuses years past would uh, exhibit a boy made up to look like a girl on one side and a boy on the other. The gawking crowds were told he was a 50-50 boy. 
Others, since the 1970s, uh, social critics and psychiatrists have used the term narcissism. The late great American writer Tom Wolfe invented the nickname for the 1970s, the Me Decade. In that same decade, social critic Christopher Lash wrote a book called The Culture of Narcissism. And psychoanalyst Dr. Otto Kernberg uh, wrote a highly technical book uh, that he called Borderline Conditions and Pathological Narcissism, which term seems to fit nicely. Transgenders like Bruce Jenner, a man and a woman in the same body, making love to himself. Uh, that was a myth in ancient Greece, uh, the myth of Narcissus, a beautiful male who saw his own reflection in a pool of water and fell in love with it and pined away, a barren of children because he never could marry the object of his affection, his own reflection. Today, Bruce Jenner is a man who says that inside he's a woman, and never mind this is magical thinking, there is no scientific medical evidence of there being in the human body, the source of this thing called gender, well, no matter, uh, this gender thing can be male or female or both, with no connection to a person's anatomy. What cancel culture has done is cancel psychiatry itself. This is a mental disorder. It is demonstrably a delusion. I surely spent four years uh, of my life working in mental institutions, I'm neither a psychiatrist nor a clinical psychologist, but worked alongside them and learned from them. I worked in a variety of settings, from an upscale suburban mental health clinic whose clients were functional, if uh, unhappy people. I worked in a daycare facility for deinstitutionalized mental patients. So Fifty years ago, I worked in Jerusalem's Kfal Shaul uh, Mental Hospital. Uh, today, it is encompassed by the Haredi community in Kharnov, uh, there were hundreds of inmates, but only 30 of them under lock and key because they were a danger to others and themselves. And that's where I worked as a practical nurse, dishing out to them the pill salads they were prescribed to keep, uh, to keep them sedated. I managed serving them their meals, etc. And when an in inmate might go berserk, and I don't call them patients because they receive no treatment except the pills... It would take three or four male nurses to uh, wrestle him down, pull down his pants, and blast him with a huge syringe loaded with haloperidol before we could restrain him by tying his hands and feet to the metal cot that was his bed. I shaved these men like a barber, cut their hair because they were not allowed to have razors. One patient's stomach sported several scars, surgery scars, because he liked to swallow razor blades and then had to be rushed to the hospital for emergency surgery. I took care of Holocaust survivors who entered Israel after the war directly from Auschwitz, where they had been mentally broken, and they were immediately uh, sent to Kfar Shaul and had been there for decades. The Tamar Yona Show. Tamar? She's sassy. She's smart. She's funny. But she's also a real Jewish mother. 
Hi, everybody. I'm Tamar Yona. And yes, I can be all of those things. But at Israel News Talk Radio, I'm here to bring you the news stories and guests that you may not hear anywhere else. Join me live on air Sundays, Mondays, and Tuesdays for the most unique and bold talk radio in Israel. The Tamar Yona Show. So uh, the term transgender is really just wrong-headed psychiatry. The term was invented by people addicted to this particular sexual fantasy in order to justify it. And like all addictions, it can be immensely powerful, enslaving the victim uh, to his deviance. For there can be no truth to uh, there being a transgender man who says he feels like a female when that is simply impossible because, in truth, he does not have a woman's body. Most telling is that um, I'm confident that a search of the clinical record of men presenting as transgender, uh, not one of them has ever entered a psychiatrist's office and declared, Doc, I want to become a woman because I want to get pregnant and I want to have a baby and nurse the baby at my breasts and play with the baby and tickle the baby and feed the baby and cuddle the baby. This has never happened. What the transgender man wants is the erotic pleasure of wearing women's clothes, which is not the same as being a female. Bruce Jenner and company haven't got a clue what it is to be female. One of the more mournful and moving popular songs of the last half century, I think, was Bonnie Raitt's Nick of Time about a woman friend who never had children, who wants one now, and her biological clock is ticking. And surely eh, that was delayed thanks to the pill. What the transgender man is feeling when dressed as a woman is a form of sensual pleasure. The body courses with uh, pleasure hormones because human psychology is such that the wearing of the clothes of the opposite sex can be erotic. And for some, it becomes an addiction that they want to live inside of and experience 24-7. All sexual perversions are addictions. Uh, They are not like an outside substance ingested into the body, but addicted to one's own pleasure hormones. Men like Bruce Jenner haven't got a clue what it's like to be a woman for real. What they are is male transvestites 24-7. The brilliant genius heretic Sigmund Freud, uh, maybe out of fashion, but not for yours truly, though I do disagree with any psychoanalytic hypothesis that these mental disorders are triggered by external events, by traumas. And I don't think the etiology of sexual disorders, like homosexuality and cross-dressing, need an external event to trigger them. And why? Because both are referenced in the Tuama Sinai. The five books are the most amazing text in the history of writing, And they teach that both homosexuality and cross-dressing are there from the beginning as temptations. They are, so to speak, uh, factory-installed. And why do I say that? Because they're in the Torah. One of whose most famous episodes is the destruction of Sodom and Gomorrah before the eyewitness of Avraham ben Terach, the first Jew. God wanted him to see what the Almighty was about to do to Sodom and Gomorrah, whose sin was, so to speak, a form of embezzlement of the unique pleasure of procreation without the procreation. Male sodomites simply do not deposit their seed in a female womb, but in another man's large intestine, when for sure no human being uh, can come to life in that circumstance. 
The opposition in our Torah to sexual deviance is right there at the beginning. Avraham Avinu himself was witness to the destruction of Sodom and Gomorrah because God wanted him to see what the Almighty was about to do. And why? I think, as an example to mankind, this is how societies degenerate, decompose, and disappear. The collapse of sexual morality, meaning the kosher, proper care, and use of one's organs of reproduction. Transgenderism is nothing but a biblical taboo, cross-dressing, and it's no accident that even before Avraham Avinu was born, right there in the Garden of Eden, God himself presided over the invention of clothes, and not for the purpose of protecting us from the elements. He didn't need clothes in the Garden of Eden. No, clothes were the result of Adam and Eve coming to the consciousness that they were naked and felt uncomfortable. They felt shame. The invention of clothes was an invention for the human animal to shield and protect his reproductive capabilities. Making a baby is the most godlike thing humans do. The destruction of Sodom and Gomorrah was the result of embezzling the pleasure, the divine pleasure of doing that. The Torah has no understanding of the Catholic glorification of celibacy. God wants us to be fruitful and multiply, and so made the procedure uh, something that men and women will want to do. Someone else once said, there may be some things better than sex, but nothing quite like it. And I say, when a society goes off the rails like this, off the rails that are straight and narrow, which require respecting the divine act of procreation and not separating it from the pleasure of procreation, that's called hedonism. And that is what every sexual deviance is all about. LGBT, etc., each letter stands for a different sexual perversion having nothing to do with making babies. The mental affliction of accepting the fantasy of gender is nothing but the continuation of accepting the decision in 1972 of the American Psychiatric Association to delete homosexuality from the DSM, the uh, list of recognized mental disorders, a decision that was arguably the worst instance of medical malpractice in history. What they did was to license masses of those addicted to this perversion to come together to engage in homosexual orgies in which hundreds of men might engage carnally with a dozen strangers in a night, all of them anonymous, which opened my eyes to uh, the lie of being gay having something to do with love. That was deceptive and deceitful propaganda. In the 1970s, yours truly paid his bills by driving a New York City taxi cab at night. And the place for business was Greenwich Village, where I learned that this behavior has absolutely nothing to do with love. Uh, these are my clients. For example, in those days, the elevated Upper West Side Highway still stood, under which, after a day's work, empty semi-trailers were parked under it, into which maybe a hundred men in total darkness would paw and grope and crawl over one another and do what they do. And that is how the horrible AIDS epidemic arose. You can't get the IV, HIV virus from the air like COVID, only intimate contact and exchange of bodily fluids with other strange men. This told you as truly, this has nothing to do with love. In the 1960s, the invention of the pill changed relations between men and women as never before since the Garden of Eden. The pill enabled women to act like uh, men who patronize prostitutes, sex without procreation. Centuries past, sodomites were scorned for being hedonists. But when the pill 
allowed straight people to fornicate for pleasure only, they said we're now both engaged in the same activity. So uh, you straight people, drop your moralistic objection to what we do. We're all doing the same thing now. The dishonesty of the gay lib movement was not in wanting to be allowed to be gay, to be a sodomite. That temptation has been there and acted upon since Sodom and Gomorrah. But commonly, in Judeo-Christian culture, it has always existed in private. No sodomites in history have ever been prevented from acting out their perversion so long as it was done in private between consenting adults. Gay lib had nothing to do with engaging in this behavior or being prevented from doing that. It was all about winning approval of it in the public square, which caters to the exhibitionism of these sexually disordered men. And indeed, today's minister of transportation claims to be someone's wife, and TV anchormen likewise flaunt flaunt their gayness. Last week, the utterly corrupt and stupid Joe Biden did what his handlers told him to do, which was to read uh, on the teleprompter uh, words declaring it Transgender Day or something. Remember, this disgusting man on his first day in office as president declared that in all government buildings, uh, women's toilets are now open to men who claim to be women. Even before then, really in 2018, we were witness to the spectacle of these Democratic Party Senator Harpies led by the uneducated Kamala Harris, who harassed straight arrow Brett Kavanaugh with the allegations he was a sexual predator. And never mind that would put him in a class with Democratic icon Bill Clinton, the serial rapist, or Kennedy, Kennedy the manslaughterer. The culture is drowning in moments drenched in sexuality. MTV now shows what was pornography a generation ago. And notice, too, the pollution of common speech, riddled with the filthiest words in the English language, so many of them referencing man at his most animal-like, his activities below the belt. In particular, the endless spewing of that old English four-letter acronym for unlawful carnal knowledge. It is simply disgusting how the use of this word is now heard thousands of times daily when uh, what this word does is transform the most divine activity a man and woman can engage in, turning it into an expletive commonly communicating anger and insult In the public square these days, there's a constant stream of this verbal sewage. The world now, as Marshall McLuhan predicted, is a global village that watched a Hollywood actor, Mr. Will Smith, not only slap a comedian, but then shouted out the F word again and again, which the networks bleeped. Uh, He did this uh, in public before the whole world with no shame. It's also telling that not a word has been said about this man publicly and shamelessly claiming that he and his wife, who he was claiming to defend, they have an open marriage. Ooh, how sophisticated, meaning they are adulterers who fornicate with others and have no respect for holy matrimony. And it is this collapse of sexual morality that is at the cancerous root of society that from Clinton onward has been ruled by a disgusting criminal class of greedheads without an ounce of patriotism.
In a time where feelings have become fact, where rational thought and common sense has disappeared, one man stands above it all. I'm Howie Sobaker, your political hitman. Political Hitman airs every Tuesday at 11.59 p.m. North American Time, 7 a.m. Israeli Time, only on Israel News Talk Radio. So, to sum up, <laughs> there was the pill uh, that ended the virtue of virginity before marriage. It led to a tsunami of premarital sex, to adulterous affairs that led to no-fault divorce in the millions, millions of broken families. It led to the feminist disrespect for motherhood. It led to Roe v. Wade and the killing of 60 million human beings in the making. It led to the gay rights movement and those compulsive, addictive assignations with anonymous strangers that spread the terrible disease of AIDS. As I said before, the APA decision is arguably the greatest act of malpractice in history. Before a psychiatrist becomes a psychiatrist, he's an MD and has some knowledge of human anatomy and that male-to-male sodomy is medically contraindicated. It's not a good idea. The body does not like it. The body is not built for it. What sodomites do is, is another violation of nature. In the 1960s, the pill changed everything. Women started wearing men's clothes, trousers. And then there was the new miniskirt and other manifestations of sexually titillating behaviors in public. Playboy magazine legitimized pornography. Hugh Hefner was a marketing genius by publishing pornographic pictures surrounded by short stories written by recognized writers. My satellite TV service has a good documentary channel, and I recently came across a documentary of Hugh Hefner and what his world was like. Constant sex and drugs having nothing to do with procreation, of course. That is the Playboy fantasy uh, of a man who fornicates with beautiful women, with not one appearance in that magazine of a man with a wife and kids. Today's lunacy is all about the craziness and social destruction that has resulted from the collapse of biblical Jewish morality, sexual morality. It's also, I think, connected to the rise of anti-Semitism, the likes of which we have not seen since World War II. I think Jews have long been hated for our religion's insistence that sex is great, but only within the confines of holy matrimony. The sex drive, sexual energy, it's like atomic energy, atomic energy needs a containment facility, which, uh, if breached, can lead to terrible consequences. Likewise, sexual behavior needs a containment facility called holy matrimony, whose rules, if breached, can lead to disaster in society on a very broad scale. So, as I said at the beginning, Israel can be a Noah's Ark for Jews in the States to escape, since America seems to be dying, with now the impending installation of another infected justice of the Supreme Court, the same court that in 1973 threw holy water on abortion as an okay way to fornicate and not have to deal with the result, the same court that in 2015 also threw holy water on men marrying men and women marrying women. This is the kind of court uh, that Israel has in, in as well, where it is now okay for two men to hire a woman to accept the husband's masturbated seed and present them with a baby. So the two of them can act out the fantasy that one of them is the wife, mommy, and the other, husband, daddy. Transgender is, is, uh, is another in a growing lexicon of Orwellian camouflage words that cover up the truth instead of exposing the truth. 
Indeed, the very word homosexual began that way in the late 19th century in post-Christian Germany. The Germany of anti-Semitic university professors who trashed the Torah as folklore. The very term homosexual is dishonest, for it accepts the lie that's, that what such men do is sexual when the sex organs are the organs of reproduction and it cannot be accomplished with two people of the same sex. Two human beings of the same sex cannot reproduce. For these sex addicts, the purposes of organs of reproduction are there for them as a physical pleasure only. Hence the tendentious and dishonest term, sexual orientation, as if there is more than one when there is not. There is only one way to do that, the same way we know among mammals. You need a male and a female. And all other behaviors that engage the organs of reproduction that do not lead to new life are not sexual. There is such uh, no such thing as sexual orientation as if there's more than one way to engage in sex, which is not true. Yesterday in the news, there was an item of some student of medicine in the States, I think, uh, permitted to give someone an injection who uh, wore a button advertising her pronouns, which caused the patient to laugh, to which she angrily responded by stabbing him with the needle for his microaggression. This is a society off the rails. And I believe there is a connection between the collapse of healthy, biblical, sexual morality and a slew of other social pathologies. <laughs> for example, the utter corruption of uh, one veteran wing of the American Republic, uh, the liberal wing, Thomas Jefferson's wing, the Democratic Party that chose Lady Macbeth Clinton as its standard bearer, a woman without any accomplishment in politics as a public servant. She had been a senator and a secretary of state reliably reported to act like a criminal in that position, demanding money from foreign diplomats who wanted to meet with her that they first donate to her alleged charity. Lady Macbeth, like Lady Macbeth, who at a certain point in Shakespeare's Scottish play shouts out, unsex me. She too wanted to be a powerful man like Hillary, who wanted to become the strongest man in the world, President of the United States. And never mind that Hillary is bereft of any serious political program. She believes in nothing. She just wants to sit behind the desk in the Oval Office. When she uh, dipped into the Democratic National Committee's bank account and withdrew $12 million to give to a former Russian KGB agent to write a list of lies about Donald Trump to wreck his presidency, she and the DNC became a criminal enterprise, indeed a treasonous one. That woman deserves a firing squad, as does Joe Biden, for opening the country to enemy agents, to Muslim terrorists, who we don't know how many, white slavers, drug smugglers. He, too, deserves a firing squad. Though, uh, truth be told, he's not alone in his treason. I include all the majority of Democrats in Congress who have the power to save the country from him by impeaching and removing this disgusting man uh, from office, he and his disgusting crackhead sex-degenerate son, but the Democrats do not have the will, uh, for the rot goes way beyond Biden, the influence-peddling sleazebag, his son and brother and family. And there's a whole wolf pack of swamp creatures, starting with Obama, the covert jihadi, uh, and the head of the CIA under him, John Brennan, who I have reason to believe is a covert Muslim like Obama. Obama knew that, and that is why he appointed him to head the CIA. And then there was James Comey and others in the FBI and the State Department, 
also major criminals, felons. The FBI came into possession of Hunter Biden's laptop a year before the 2000 election, 2020 election, and said nothing. This, too, was an act of supreme criminality worthy of the death penalty. The fiction of transgender is only the latest in degenerate corruption that I believe was triggered by the invention of the pill and all that came in its wake. In truth, the corruption did not begin in the 60s, but has been in the works for even centuries, with the loss of faith in Christianity. Transgender is a lie, and so is the word gay and even homosexual. That last was invented in the late 19th century, the age of Marx and Darwin, and the trashing of the Torah as myth and folklore, not the truth of God. Until then, the word sodomite was used, and rightly so, because it describes the principal behavior of such men. It was replaced with homosexual to cover up the moralism implicit in the biblical concept and make it non-judgmental. Homosexual is nonsense because what two members of the same sex cannot do is reproduce. Ergo, what they do is not sex. In the 1960s, the Manhattan Bohemian weekly newspaper, The Village Voice, ran personal ads for men in search of friendship who advertised they like Greek culture, wink, wink, alluding to behavior that condemned both Greece and Rome to the catacombs of dead cultures. Then came the code word gay to cover up the behavior itself. And now that term uh, referencing sexual perversion has become legitimate. Gay is now acceptable, if not yet the transgender dishonesty and the horrific movement to insert homosexual pornography into elementary school libraries and encourage teachers to counsel boys and girls to mutilate their bodies and take uh, chemical-changing puberty blockers. And This is sick. This is a culture committing suicide, which is why it's a good time for Jews in the exile to make Aliyah and fight the similar growing corruption here. Okay, that's it for this edition of Phantom Nation, generously sponsored by Floridians for the Safety and Security of Israel Institute that organizes great pro-Israel rallies in Miami, whose email is floridians4israelinstitute at gmail.com. The music you heard was uh, by David Gerwitz, and as usual, we will close with Yosef Karduner. For those who want the full story of how the Muslims and anti-Jew Jews invented the phony Palestinians, buy my book, Phantom Nation, in hardcover or Kindle. Amazon Kindle, it's long, but many say once you start reading, it's hard to put down because it is the best, most truthful and insightful book ever on the war against Israel. Three other podcasts like this one are also available each week via subscription at www.phantom-nation.com people who want to uh, help an old man pay his bills. Vailato from the OJT, the Occupied Jewish Territories, I'm Shai Bentecoa. <laughs> Zay 
שמח יכבוש את כל העולם. Inside News on Israel. At Israel News Talk Radio, we're dedicated to sharing Israel's inside story with the world by providing our listeners with news on Israeli politics, current affairs, and Israeli Jewish culture. The Israel News Talk Radio homepage also provides you, the listener, with useful information at your fingertips with scrolling news headlines, weather, currency exchange, Shabbat candle lighting times, and so much more. Our radio programming is always accessible and on demand. We operate absolutely free of charge for everyone, everywhere. If you love what we do, partner with us now by becoming an Israel News Talk Radio supporter. With your support, you'll be inscribed on our Israel News Talk Radio Wall of Fame. There's nothing like us in the world. Be part of something great. Israel News Talk Radio. Straight talk from Israel. Howdy, this is Rita from Leech City, Texas, now living in Israel. And though my heart may have belonged to Texas, it now belongs to Israel and all the fantastic show hosts at Israel News Talk Radio. Hi, this is Michael Solomon from Kiryat Arba, Israel. And why do I love listening to Israel News Talk Radio? Because I love listening to the interesting interviews they do and their news reporting that most other media sources don't cover. Hey, this is Nicole Eko from Malmo, Sweden. It gets pretty cold here in Sweden, so I love cuddling up with a warm cup of tea while I listen to Israel News Talk Radio. Hey, everybody, this is Frank Garst from Tennessee. Me and my dog Buster really love listening to Israel News Talk Radio. <laughs> You're listening to Israel News Talk Radio. opinion and more you're listening to israel news talk radio 